Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Hello, friends. Before we jump in today, wanted to say thank you to all of you for your support, all of our patrons and uh, people who reach out to us. Uh, we are immensely grateful, and you uh, definitely make this show go. In the new year, we're looking forward to uh, continuing the show and doing it three times a week. But uh, we're basically in a place where we need to continue to uh, raise revenue and and uh, raise money in order to do that. For Dan and I, uh, this is a passion project. It's something that takes up a lot of time, especially, especially for me. I'm the writer, the producer, uh, the interviewer, uh, the editor, and all of those things. And so uh, with a newborn and uh, with job responsibilities and all kinds of other things, both Dan and I are basically staring down a... Uh, a scenario where we need to kind of figure out how we can balance all of those obligations with the time it takes to do this show, uh, not just once, not just twice, but three times a week. And so um, if you have not uh, thought about becoming a, p- a patron yet, um, please think about that today. Or if you would like just an ad-free experience without having to sign up for Patreon and all that stuff, you can find that uh, in our show notes as well. It would really help us and uh, allow me to focus on content and to interviewing uh, great scholars and journalists and to formulating uh, further uh, series and, uh, and and documentaries. And if none of that's possible, we, co- we totally understand. We would hope that you would uh, perhaps stop by uh, Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Um, it helps us out immensely and share all of our stuff on social media. Uh, that helps too. Thanks for being here, and I'll, we'll turn now to today's interview. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. Today is part two of my interview with Phil Gorski and Sam Perry on their book, The Flag and the Cross. On today's segment, we discuss uh, not only Christian nationalism in the United States, but we link it to uh, Putin's attack on Ukraine and how and why uh, American Christians are lured by uh, Putin's leadership. Sam and Phil relate this directly to the ideology of Christian nationalism and the authoritarian strains that live within that cultural identity and the ways that Putin has been propped up as the ideal leader in the Christian nationalist mind. So if we go back to the idea that that, white Christian nationalism is about order, and we want to get the the country in the right order, uh, and if we have to use violence to do that, we will, Um, two, two issues come to mind. One is, uh, the higher one scores on the Christian Nationalist Register, the more likely one is to want to restrict the vote. Is that true? And, and why do you think that is, if it is? Yeah, so I, I think um, this is one of those those things that we have. Uh, we we feel like this is a, uh, you know, at the core of this argument about like why white Christian nationalism would be a threat to American democracy, because it, it fundamentally wants to. Uh, limit participation in not just American culture and where who shapes our values and our sacred symbols and <laughs> whose images that we revere and that kind of thing, but it 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 is it is uh, built around people like us should have power uh, and people like them, the outsiders, the bad guys, should be uh, politically uh, in, you know curtailed in their influence uh, in in and so we find that white Christian nationalism powerfully predicts say. Uh, the belief that you we make it too easy to vote already, 
right? Like it's, it's, it's already too easy to vote. And we found this before the 2020 election. So our data shows this like in October 2020, before anybody had ever cast a vote, these people were already saying like, no, absolutely. It's way too easy to vote. Voter fraud is rampant. Uh, we, we find it uh, correlated with the view that, uh, or associated with the view that um, you would support hypothetical uh, hypothetical laws that you'd have to pass a basic civics test or that you disenfranchise certain felons for life. I mean, that's like Jim Crow kind of like restrictions uh, on on voting. Uh, we also find, and we, we talk about this at the end of the book, it's not just voting, but it's it's the kind of arrangement that would benefit, a political arrangement that would benefit our tribe, even at the sacrifice of, say, democratic participation. So for example, Christian nationalism, is negatively associated with with believing that we have to address gerrymandering to ensure fair congressional election. Why in the world, you know, like why would that? Well, because who benefits currently from gerrymandering or racial gerrymandering? It, it, it would be, you know, the cultural and political right. Even after we control for like partisanship and ideology, we find Christian nationalism doesn't care. Or like the more you affirm that, the more you really reject the idea that gerrymandering is a problem we need to address because. You know, if, if if you've got a policy, even if it's an anti-democratic policy that like bogs down, uh, you know, the political you know process, um, if it's benefiting you, like why not? Like let's keep it. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I I, I was just going to jump in and say that the other one that comes to mind here is order and uh, transgender rights. That we have a situation in Texas where you know parents are now being investigated for giving care or affirming their, you know, giving uh, gender affirming care to their, their children. Uh, for people who want small government, for people who are libertarian, it's like, why would you support the government essentially going to investigate people in their homes and, and uh, taking their children away for giving them care? And it, to me, that just speaks right back to the order. So it's, it's I want to restrict the vote so we have the right people elected. And I will literally support policies where people go door to door and make sure that trans folks are not receiving affirmation of who they are because I want my country to to remain intact. And I, you know, that that might just be a nice way for people to think about the links between those kinds of issues um, right. as they unfold. Yeah. Well, um, and I think Phil, I mean, explains this brilliantly, but I think, you know, uh, to summarize a lot of that argument, I think is it is libertarianism for me uh, and and control for you. Right. Like, and, and that, that is always <laughs> the, at the core of this kind of ideology. Phil, what would you add there? Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise.